How do you wake up in the morning? Are you waking up in your best self or to a suboptimal sense of being? Are you consistently waking up peacefully grounded? If that's you, that's awesome. Or do you experience yo-yo of emotions, body aches, and random thoughts as you open your eyes in the morning, not to mention delightful or terrible dreams? For most of us, it's the second option. Our conditions in the morning varies from day to day. Our body condition varies. Our emotion change sometimes from really from minute to minute. And in the morning, our thoughts are either sluggish or go at the speed of light. And I don't know about you, but that I've noticed this variation all along. And we live in a remote area where there's not a lot of external stimulation. So I know this is not external driven only. But deep down, there's something else, though, that is constant, is that what psychological methodologies are naming our true self, or various tradition, our soul, and our spirit. And interestingly, I came across a decade ago the writings of the Italian psychiatrist, Roberto Sagioli, and he's the founder of what's called psychosynthesis, which has trainings now in the world and also in U.S., and he lived in 20th century and he had a morning practice that really stuck with me. He woke up twice. And when I heard this, I was like, what a cool idea. He first woke up at the, with his natural awakening process. And then he consciously invited himself to a second waking up to his spirit. And as I mentioned before, when I say spirit or soul, I mean what spiritual traditions are referring to whatever it's our inner glue, our inner identity, what's beyond our flesh and body. In Christianity, this, which is my faith tradition, this is called the image of God. Interestingly, in psychological methodology, there are transpersonal, such as internal family systems and psychosynthesis. This is named true self, as opposed to our false self, ego, other parts of subsystems of ourselves. And this term, true self, is seeping in through the culture nowadays. We see it everywhere. So this idea is that our true self, our soul, our spirit, however we want to call it, there are ineffable, intrinsic qualities that we have just under our surface. It could be calmness or peace or compassion or stillness or inner awareness silence, inner silence, and all those qualities belong already to us. And it is at this level that we actually can connect readily to what's larger than ourselves. And at this level, in time, either if we do our inner work, it might happen faster, or through contemplation and prayers, it may happen slowly, but our fears start to melt away. And this whole idea that we can actually do something to prepare in the morning for a day of giving and get in touch with our true self and our soul, it's such a simple one, but it made a huge difference in my life and the life of many that they practice this and they started this because otherwise we just hit the ground running. We get into our minds and our planning for the day and we are like sponges. We really absorb a lot of things that are happening around us. And it's good to start by 
connecting and feeling a sense of wholeness inside first before we start living our life and intermingle with others. And from my experience of that on many others, the best preparation of giving and living an altruistic life is to start by this, connecting at the soul level and with a larger universe, God, by waking up and being aware, no matter what our natural conditions might be in the morning for a body, mind, and heart level. So the question will be, well, how do I start doing that? The invitation is to pause in the morning before we start checking our phones, before we jump into action, before we hit the ground running, and becoming aware of who we are at our core, the larger sense and perspective connected with God. And we can pause and reflect on who we are, your essence and connection. And with that, sometimes it's hard. We might need some prompting. And if that's the case, you can choose, you know, a few lines from an inspirational book or a sacred text or contemplate looking at an inspiring image or photo or listen to an inspiring song or chant. For me, for example, the best practice, and I've tried all sorts of things for decades, is to start with reading a few verses from the Bible. I've tried this. I dropped it. I tried it again. It's invariably bringing this inspiration for me and brings me into that space. Sometimes looking at a picture, maybe your loved ones, or maybe you look at a picture of a mountain or the ocean or a great place that you visited that inspired you. So use whatever prompting and connect at that soul level with what's larger of yourself. Remembering it doesn't have to be long. And this is how I want to wrap up this lesson. And this is an important note. If you're multitasking, this is the time to come back. This is a key that I found through decades of experience. You do not need to experience this connection at the soul level, true self, universe, or God for a long time. Actually, a second is enough. And I'll explain a bit more. One of the big misconceptions about being in a state of flow or grounding or presence and connected to our true self and connected with a larger universe and God is that we have this is the misconception that we have to achieve this state and then strive to sustain it. And that actually engages our parts of ourselves that's trying really hard. How can I do this? How can I continue this? And it's almost impossible because we are fairly porous, so to speak. We get influenced, we get bombarded. Our states internally change really quickly. So we are in and out of our true self, our soul, all the time. And this sense of connection, it's harder to stretch because then we fight whatever is happening inside of us or externally. But it's easier if we consider this a slow addition of more and more and more moments, which with practice can spread gradually. Because on average, we have about 50 to 60 thousand seconds in our waking time. So actually, if we miss a moment, guess what? The next one is right here. And here's another one right now. And another one. And another one. In another one. In a certain sense, we have second chances every second of the day. And we have a second chance of waking up 
not only in the morning, but also throughout the day. So let's imagine you forgot to wake up in the morning and wake up to your soul or whatever. When you remember it, that is the moment that we can reconnect at the soul level really quickly for one second or even nanosecond. So that's the opportunity right now. We don't have to worry about it. We don't have to go and spinning stories that were forgotten again and were guilty or this or that, that we're not capable. No, it's just right now. Here's another opportunity. And the good news is with practice, this sense of present at our soul level, the second waking up, will actually grow slowly and start spreading in the same way the boiling water starts with a few bubbles and then they're spreading slowly until the entire water is transformed and starts to evaporate. Or as a beautiful tree slowly grows out of a tiny mustard seed. It's a very tiny process, but eventually it um, takes roots. So may you have a blessed second waking up at your soul level in the morning as you prepare for giving, but also every time and any time you remember it. And my prayer and blessing for you is that you continuously be transformed and illumined along the way in small drops by the power of your soul. Until next time, goodbye for now.